Hi friends, welcome to the Voice in the Desert podcast. My name is Benedict and I'm with Tandy. We're a young Christian Catholic couple and we'll be journeying with you during this Lenten season. We hope this podcast draws you closer to God and heals the relationships in your life. And so we begin. Yay! Hi friends, how are you doing? Hi Fadi. Hi Tandy, how are you doing? Good, thank you. How are you? Fine, just a little tired. Yeah, it was a hectic day, wasn't it? Day three. Mm, day three. Welcome to day three, friends. Um, today, we are really sorry that the podcast is coming through really late in the day. Um, it's just we had a hectic day. We we just couldn't record the podcast earlier. So we hope you forgive us. If you hear any background noise, um, we just want to let you know that there's construction going on in the building we're in. So we really can't do anything about it. Just overlook it as much as you can and pay attention to um, our voices, I suppose, or the voice in the desert, rather. Yes. Mm-hmm. So today we are talking about the disposition of the heart, mm-hmm. your heart. In the, in the readings today, we see um, the Lord, um, you know, sending out uh, the prophet Isaiah to, you know, talk to his people, mm-hmm. you know, and he's being instructed to, 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 to speak, I quote, cry out full-throated and unsparingly, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of very relatable in our society we're a society that doesn't really enjoy correction you know mm-hmm. we are people who are used to doing things our way there's a famous phrase who are you to judge don't judge you can't judge me you know mm-hmm. and yet when we judge we're not judging the disposition of the heart which is what jesus says we shouldn't do like don't judge people's hearts but we are called to call each other to correction based on the actions so if you steal something, it is a moral obligation to tell you that you're stealing and it's wrong. Mm-hmm. However, I can't then um, judge your heart and say... You're an evil person. You're an evil person or... Um, you're doomed. Yeah, you're going to hell because you stole today, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. In our culture, we shy away so much from calling out each other on the wrong things that we see people doing all around us. Mm-hmm. And the message today is basically go out there and tell people, you know, call them out on their wrongs. Mm-hmm. In this um, world we live in, we see so much um, a culture of people doing things for sure. In this uh, first reading, there's so much talking of how people fast, but instead they abuse uh, their subjects and doing other horrendous things, mm-hmm. you know. So... Yet the true fasting is actually a, a total um, a lifestyle, Christian lifestyle. You're not just fasting for sure. Mm-hmm. You are also then living a life that is according, good, that is according to, to the Lord, you mm-hmm. know. So which is the danger we see a lot in our society. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of people, you know, doing things for sure, you know be it uh, the gospel, be it the miracle, be it the preaching. Mm-hmm. And then when you look at the lifestyle that people live, it's totally apart. Not to say that I'm judging, 
But well, that you're perfect. You're, yeah, but at the same time, there has to be a sense of coherence between um, that which you do, you know, should carry over, you know, um, into the other facets of your life, you know. Mm-hmm. You can't teach about holy poverty and then jump into a luxurious car and drive off as a priest, you mm-hmm. know. It's, it's not just going to work because... It's it's contradictory. Mm-hmm. I think it also. Um, well, you remember what your brother said after Ash Wednesday Mass, and we were just reflecting, like exchanging reflections. And he said, the priest, Father Jagaja, said, um, instead of going to jam tree on Friday night, don't don't deceive yourself and say, I, I'm going to fast off the day and then I'm going to go party later on. Yeah, because then that's the wrong approach Push to, to it. it. If you're going to fast, then just keep the day holy. You understand? Mm-hmm. Um, if you so badly want to go to Jam Tree, then that's exactly what you're supposed to fast from. Fast from going to Jam Tree. If you're not in Zimbabwe, Jam Tree is a uh, an entertainment spot. So, yeah. Um, if you... Again, you mentioned calling our friends out, calling people out on what they do. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know if I agree with the term call call out I think um, some few years ago someone was talking to me and they said you know we're not called to call out people we're called to call up people because when you call out someone you're saying you know what you're full of crap and you need to stop your crap when you're calling someone up the tone is different it's I see you can do better Mm -hmm. I want you to do better because it's good for you Mm-hmm. And so it would be better if you did so and so. Mm. So the way we, the approach is always everything, you Thank know. Thank you for this. Yeah, the approach is always everything. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to your partner and say something like, you never take care of the things that I bring to you. You don't um, do anything nice for me. That's radical. And if you may look at it as calling out, that will not be received well. It's different from when you say something like, I feel that you really love me and I would appreciate if you loved me in this way. Or I feel that you really do take care of my concerns, but I would appreciate if you put more effort into taking care of my concerns as compared to what you're doing. So that way it shows us acknowledgement of what you're doing already, but also there's a, the facet of calling up the other person. So if you see your friend is stealing, try to remind them of the, the calling that they have in their life. Like, hey, yo, you know, I don't see a thief in you. Yeah. I see a person who could actually live their life well and um, work hard and achieve a lot of things because you're very hardworking and you're very goal-oriented and whatever you set your mind on, you succeed. And That way, you yeah. call them up. In this example you just talked about, you know, the whole idea of stealing, mm-hmm. it's something that's so rife in our culture. Mm-hmm. Perhaps for the young generation, it hasn't really caught up because not a great demographic of our, you know, of our generation is yet in those power power circles, you know, power mm-hmm. decision making uh, positions in society and mm-hmm. organizations. But we're, we're going to see uh, an endemic, you mm-hmm. know, where your friends from high school are actually political thieves now. Yeah. Yeah, one day know? it's going to happen. So, this idea of, of being accountable to each other, mm-hmm. you know. It's, it's, it's a very important thing. Mm-hmm. You see it even in um, the gospel where uh, 
John the Baptist's disciples ask um, Jesus why his disciples don't fast. Mm-hmm. And I think what Christ is actually pointing out to is the way, I guess, is for most people in the Jewish society in the setting, people visibly showed that they were fasting, mm-hmm. you know. And it ties back to what's being said in the first reading that um, fasting in itself is not just an act of, you know, self-deprivation. Yeah, because that's just basically intermittent fasting for dietary issues. Like, I feel like if you're a Christian and you approach fasting with the dietary, uh, dietary mentality, it's a problem. Because when you fast, if you're saying you're fasting from lunch, you're not going to eat lunch, but you're going to replace the lunch with prayer or reading the word, diving into scripture. It's not just fasting for the sake of, oh, no, I'm, eating, I'm not eating. Mm-hmm. If you're going to fast from a cup of tea, then you're not just fasting from tea itself. Instead of taking time to drink your tea, you're going to read the word or you're going to pray. You're going to experience something. So if you're going to say, I'm fasting from lunch, mm-hmm. then you can't just keep the money in your pocket and say, ah, I'm fasting from lunch. That money you're going to buy your lunch with, put it in an envelope and give it to someone who needs the money. Exactly. So, the fasting is not just it's not merely just doing things externally it's doing things the right disposition of your heart one and countering that which that which you have foregone with something you're going to take up so if you're going to take up almsgiving instead of um eating your lunch if you're going to take up prayer instead of you know because that's what isaiah is saying he's saying you know like you guys you say you're fasting but then the way you treat your 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 employees is just really bad. Yeah. So you can't say you're fasting, but then there you are. They go ahead and do corruption. Exactly. As far as God you're Exactly. Saying. So, yeah, like, it's really, God is not pleased by you just skipping meals. God is pleased by the effect your skipping meals does on your heart. The disposition so, Exactly. The so, it's less about skipping meals and really more about your heart. Yes, you've skipped a meal, but has it made you a better person? Because, if you're fasting for two weeks straight mm-hmm. and it doesn't make you a better person, yeah. then you're not really fasting. You're just skipping meals. It's just a dietary thing. Yeah. So essentially, that's the message, you know, mm-hmm. that it's a, it's a total approach, which ties back to the pillars of Flint, fasting, mm-hmm. prayer, prayer, and almsgiving. And, you know, that's like the Christian way of doing it. It's mm-hmm. a holistic approach to things. Mm-hmm. And there's also this call for social justice. There's this call to to look at the option for the poor. Mm -hmm. There's so many underprivileged people we Mm -hmm. come across, you know, in as much as we might not be in the top Mm 0.5% wealthy people. Yeah, and at times it's not even just like poor people, like financially. It's at times someone just needs a friend. Mm -hmm. They're They're just poor in terms of social capital and they need a friend to just help them through something. Yes. Instead of just being too busy to handle like an extra friend, walk with those people. Walk with those who befriend them and give them, like you're called to be a friend. We have a song we sing, What a friend we have in Jesus. Yeah, yeah you know? And I've got I've seen this image. I hadn't I had a portrait in my house in China that like it was a fa- it was it was just the face it was the face of Jesus, but without eyes, without ears, without a nose, without nothing. And it's it reminded me you are the hands, the feet, the eyes, and the ears of Jesus. So if you're going to just, um, you know, 
be a friend. You're offering all your body parts to being a friend and you're being Jesus to that person that moment. And that's the kind of extending ourselves to others, you know, Mm -hmm. in a way that, you know, is Mm Christ-like. You know, using our very own faculties for a greater good, you know, Mm -hmm. because fasting strengthens the resolve, the will, Mm -hmm. but all of that is in vain if you can't then align yourself towards the right, you know, towards Mm -hmm. the higher good, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, the overall message. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I just hope um, wherever we are, we feel challenged. We feel, you know, called up to do better Mm -hmm. than we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so many times we neglect a lot of people. You know, we always make up an excuse to not help. Mm-hmm. You know, but that prayer you're making to God, where you're asking for something and you can't actually even extend help to another person who you could potentially help, mm-hmm. the Lord is asking you to look at that. You know, and live a total holistic life that's you know very very Christian like, mm-hmm. that is grounded in the gospel. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. There is a season, like Christ says, there'll come a time when the bridegroom will be taken away from them and they will fast. You know, similarly, it's signifying to us that there is a time to fast in life and there is a way to do it. So that's the message and that's the prayer for today, that God guides us with the disposition of our heart. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Fadi. My pleasure. Mm-hmm. Thank you, friends. See you tomorrow. Cheers. Bye.